0: It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Ecuador's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be looking at Ecuador's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Uh, For those looking for a quick version of this, you can skip to near the end of the media podcast, the last four or five minutes, where we will summarize the likely starters. And just prior to that, with about uh, 15 minutes remaining, we'll have some discussion on the squad. So that covers the main issues of the squad, uh, how we see their overall strength and how they look going into the cup, as well as the players and issues to look out for. So we'll put these times in the show notes and we'll also be editing this media cast into a shorter version uh, for those who are just looking for an overview. Uh, For those looking for a deeper dive, uh, this is the the right place to be. (laughs) We go through the players to uh, explain why we think they're uh, candidates and we give some information on their history and standing with the squad. So the way we do this is first by organizing the players into their designated positions and we should note that these are a bit artificial since players don't always play in their coded positions Uh, it's nevertheless a good way to kind of organize the discussion and then we go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files and we use that data to try to predict how likely the player is to make the team Uh, which is based mostly on their recent participations, but a couple of other factors are taken into account too. And using that, we categorize them into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seem to be off the squad. Uh, Those are like, for example, they'll definitely make the cup or they are a possible candidate for reaching the cup like that. Uh, We also mention big players who have recently retired. And we make any note of uh, players we know to be currently injured. So we'll also try to determine which players will be started, uh, will be starters in the cup and which we think will be substitutes. All right uh, for those following on YouTube, we'll run a very simple graphic where we list the names, and you can actually see the players' names. And uh, But it's the same broadcast for the podcast version, so we're gonna try to repeat those names a few times to help listeners uh, familiarize themselves so that when they uh, are uh, stepping onto the field for the World Cup, you have some familiarity with them. And that's as much as we can do at this point, uh, but later, probably in November, the rosters will be published and we'll do an update episode. So that'll essentially be going over our predictions, Updating them based on uh, any new information we glean from the games played to that point between now and uh, November, and revealing uh, which players were selected. Sometimes they also have a preliminary squad uh, that uh, will note which players made the preliminary and final squad. So keep your eye out for that. There's also a team update, um, and uh, that will come out uh, probably in early to mid-November. Okay, so we look at uh, formations for recent games. And um, no, 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 we're not there yet. We are going to look at uh, takeaways from our previous podcast. So uh, prior to the Copa America in 2021, we did kind of an overview uh, of teams there. We didn't do a player podcast. Uh, so there really wasn't a lot uh we did specifically on the players other than naming the the kind of key players that we thought. But of course this podcast will be much more thorough uh, than that. One thing we did note though is that uh, they are a kind of a narrow team, at least in terms of the um, – I don't know if we noted this in the podcast, actually, but uh, I wanted to note it before we started here. Uh, they don't have a lot of outside midfielders and wingers, so most of the uh, most of the players are coded as defensive midfielders or uh, basically attacking midfielders or forwards. So uh, to get their outside players, um, they usually use those uh, players. So I wouldn't say that's quite out of position, but um, uh, slightly out of position we have a lot of players kind of playing slightly out of position so as we go through uh the players kind of keep an ear out for whether they're playing in their in their designated position or whether they're playing slightly outside their position okay now it's time to go through the uh, uh formations and i realized i didn't prepare my graphic here so i'll just copy uh what i use although it's a bit too much information but um I'll just lean over it for our podcast listeners especially. So they played five Copa America games. And I think it was about uh, 10 World Cup qualifying games and then uh, three friendlies in June. So uh, during the uh, Copa America, it was generally a 4-4-2 formation. So uh, four defenders, uh, four midfielders. So that would mean two outside midfielders and then two forwards. Uh, in game 3 it was 4-4-1-1 four, four, one, one, so that's quite similar uh, but for game 5 they switched to a 4-3-3 three, three, which uh, i kind of view as their as their default formation um, uh, along with a 4-4-2 four, four, so they they kind of switch from a 4-3-3 three, three to a 4-4-2 four, four, now they do switch this up uh, sometimes and and they used a variety of formations during their uh, World Cup games, but uh, primarily um, a 4-4-2 four, four, and a 4-3-3. Three, three. Uh, so you can see that 4-3-3 is a bit of a narrow formation uh, when it's a 4-4-2. Uh, they have to kind of put uh, uh, two kind of wingers on the outside. So those guys are generally playing a little bit out of position. Um yeah, okay, and then for the friendlies, uh, it was a 4-3-3 for two of them and a 4-2-3-1, which they have tried a couple of times. Uh, uh, um, 4-2-3-1. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> it's not that different from a 4-4-2 because you have uh, the two um, the two wingers again. Okay, uh, we'll get on with it. And uh, we'll keep that in mind uh, during the discussion because it does affect some players' uh, positions there. So um, I'm just going to keep a copy uh, visible. Okay, uh, let's move on then with the squad. And we begin with the manager. And the manager is the same one that took them through the... um, uh, recent uh, Gold Cup in 2021, sorry, the recent Copa America in 2021. So his name is Alfaro Gustavo, and he has been Ecuador's manager since 2020. So uh, actually, Copa America 21, 2021 was his first tournament as a manager, but he has managed a lot of uh, club teams, especially in Argentina, because he is Argentinian um uh, a lot of clubs i won't go through them but uh uh take my word for it he's been managing um is it solely or mostly no he uh he did manage uh, al ali in saudi arabia in 2009 but all the way since uh, um around 1995 or possibly a bit sooner he's been a manager so he is um 40 uh, 50 years old now, let me make that uh, 60 years old. Okay, uh, let's move on to goalkeepers. And we have kind of an interesting story here, but I'll start by going through the names. So uh, we have as a possible, we uh, sorry, likely candidate. So we have no um, definite, although I suspect uh, these kind of are definite, but you'll see why I put them as likely. So Alexander Dominguez is a likely candidate. Hernan Galindez, likely, and uh, newcomer, Wellington Moises Ramirez, um, also a likely candidate uh, there, and I'll talk about why soon. But uh, I'll just introduce, uh, as a possible candidate, Pedro Ortiz. And then, as possible but unlikely, we have uh, George Pinos and Gabriel Savalos. So uh, six six players on the menu here, and we'll go through them, and I'll I'll talk a little bit about them. So Alexander Domingos um, uh, was a starting keeper for uh, from the World Cup 2014 on. So that's the uh, uh, 2015 and 19 Copa America. And uh, he was actually captain of the team in the Copa America 2021, but he didn't appear. He was on the bench uh, for the whole time. However, uh, since then, he uh, started seven of their 17 games since the uh, Copa America and uh, was on the bench for two others. He was suspended for one because he got a red card uh, in qualifying in their home draw with Brazil. And um, So he is 35 years old, maybe 36 now, no, 35. And he's been with the team since 2011. He was actually the backup keeper for the uh, 2011 Copa America, and he has 66 caps. So uh, getting a little old, even for a goalie there. He's currently with uh, LDU Quito in Ecuador and has played in various countries in South America. Uh, including Velazarfield in Argentina and Monterrey in Mexico, which is in Central America, of course. Uh, so yeah, a bit um, a bit concerning uh, then as a starter, since he, he didn't start in the Copa America and has started less than half of that game since, but he still seems uh, one of the more likely candidates. Uh, also likely is Hernán Galíndez, So he also started uh, seven of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America, and um, he also was on the bench for the first two games in the 2021 Copa America. So I'll bet you're wondering, well, who was the starter? Uh, However, Galindez did uh, gain the starting position for games three, four, and five there. And Copa America 2021 was his uh, first tournament, even though he's 35 years old, just like Alexander Dominguez. Uh, But he's only been on the team since 2021 and has 11 caps and no goals, most of those coming recently. And he's with uh, AUKUS in Ecuador and has played uh, most of his career in Ecuador, but also uh, uh, played in Chile and uh, Argentina also earlier in his career actually he was born in argentina and uh, yeah he got his first cap then at age 34 and that copa america in 2021 was his first tournament however he now seems fairly uh uh as as likely as dominguez to to start uh, now uh, the other likely candidate is a much younger goalkeeper Um, He got his first appearance on the bench in September 2021, so just after the Gold Cup, and he started two of their 17 remaining games. So he was not the starting keeper for the uh, Copa America either. None of the likely candidates were. And uh, in fact, he wasn't uh, selected for the team. He got his first cap in 2021, uh, as I said. He is uh, 22 years old. So uh, possibly an up-and-comer there for Ecuador. And he plays, uh, uh, as many of them do, for Independiente del Val in um, Ecuador. He was actually loaned to Real Sociedad in Spain and just played for their B team uh, there. So Wellington, Moises, Ramirez. uh, And definitely I'm saying... uh, sorry i should be careful with those words uh, he's a likely candidate to make the team because uh, as i said he started uh, two of their games but was on the bench for 11 of them um so a likely candidate but probably not a starter okay now we get to pedro ortiz who was the guy who started uh, the 2021 Copa America, started and finished games one and two, but then lost his starting position and was replaced by, as we saw, Hernán Galíndez. So uh, since the 2021 Copa America, he's only started one of their 17 games uh, and subbed in for one and was on the bench for seven. So uh, a possible candidate. But... Uh, seems to be uh, behind the other three as far as that goes. So he is uh, 32 years old, and he's been with the team only since 2019, so another late starter there. And those two caps in the uh, Copa America 2021 were his only caps. He was a backup keeper in the uh, 2019 Copa America, but he didn't see any action uh, in that tournament or in the games uh, prior to 2021 so pedro ortiz a possible candidate but um whatever earned him that starting position in the 2021 copa america he's dropped off since then all right i'll just quickly introduce uh uh, uh jorge pinos and gabriel savalos um because they're possible but unlikely so we'll go into more detail on them if they play if they look like more likely candidates by the time the cup comes around so uh jorge pinos is uh first appeared in november 2019 but then was absent uh for almost two years and uh he just uh, subbed in for one game after 2021 copa america and was on the bench for three games Okay, so he's also uh, fairly old, 33 years old, got his first cap in 2021. Uh, Gabriel Savalos, though, is younger. He's uh, 24 years old, and he got his first cap uh, in September 2021. And he started uh, didn't start any of their remaining games, but was on the bench for three. So those two players, kind of outside possibilities. All right, so... Um, it is hard to say who is going to be the starting keeper there, but we'd have to say uh, we'd have to say now it looks like one of the older keepers, Alexander Dominguez and Hernan Uh However, they did take us by surprise in 2021, so um, who knows what's going to happen there. All right, we move on to the defense. We do have a category for general or versatile defenders, but we don't have anyone uh, who I I have labeled that way. Um, We're going to actually start with uh, a player who has retired um, and kind of left the spot, uh, left the starting position uh, open for other players. So Arturo uh, Mina. Arturo Mina, I'll give a bit more details once we go through the candidates here. So uh, a definite candidate is Piero Incape um, and also definite Felix Torres. And we have Robert Arbal- uh, Arbaleda as a likely candidate and Xavier Ariaga as a likely candidate. They usually bring five or six uh, central defenders. Uh, we have a possible in Fernando León and uh, another possible in Jackson Perozo. And then they are bringing uh, some new players into the team and trying them out. So we have quite a few uh, possible but not likely. In Joshua Canones, uh, Gustavio uh, Valiscila, Uh, marlon media Luis segovia and then we also have a few um seem to be off the squad uh moises carozo uh franklin guerra and diego almeida who's a bit of an interesting case so uh, let's go back we have a lot of players to deal with but we'll only go into details on the one that seemed Uh, more likely. Okay. Let's begin with uh, Arturo Mina because he uh, retired in 2019. So he wasn't there for the 2021 African, uh, sorry, uh, Copa America, but he was a starter in 2019 and in the 2016 Centenario uh, edition. So um, kind of leaving a hole uh, in the defense to be filled. And um, he's he's still playing uh, club soccer in Turkey. And he's only 32 years old, but he does seem to have uh, retired from the team. So uh, filling that gap, and uh, I should actually say that a lot of these players uh, started in um, uh, 2019, these, these two actually started in 2021. Uh, so they were new to the team there uh piero Hincape. piero Hincape uh started 14 of their 17 games that's why we have him as a um a definite candidate and he is uh 20 years old um with uh 19 caps and one goal he earned his first cap in 2021 and uh he plays for Bayer leverkusen in in germany so uh a solid club affiliation there he was with Talleres before that, and then in Ecuador uh, before that. So, a definite candidate, Piero Hincape. Uh, also definite, Felix Torres. So, he, um, give me a moment here, he um, started 12 of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America. And, um, Uh, he was on the bench for uh, two of them. So uh, he scored a crucial late winning goal at home to Paraguay uh, during qualifying. He actually got two goals during qualifying. Uh, However, um, in the Copa America 2021, he was uh, just on the bench. So seems to have worked his way uh, into a starting position Uh, there, and I think I forgot to mention that uh, Piero Hincape actually did start all games uh, in the 2021 Copa America, uh, too. So Felix Torres uh didn't, and he kind of came into the picture after uh, Copa America there. And I wonder if I should have him as a likely um. But I'll stick with uh, with what I initially put was a definite candidate. Likely is uh, Robert Arbaloa. Uh, he actually was a starter in the 2021 uh, Copa America. Uh, however, he's only started three of their 17 games since then and was subbed in for two. So kind of uh, uh, losing his spot on the squad. He's he's one of not many players who was with the team before 2000 and. Uh, 19. So he uh, is 31 years old, and um, he has been with the team since 2016, and has 32 caps and two goals. And he plays for Sao Paulo in Brazil, and uh, he was in uh, Ecuador before that. So he was on the bench for the uh, 2016 Copa America Centenario, and um, Uh, was not a starter in the 2019 Copa America, but uh, after game one, he became a starter for games two and three. And then, as I said, was a starter in the 2021 Copa America, but uh, hasn't played as much uh, since then. So we just have him as a likely candidate uh, because he was on the bench for uh, seven of those 17 games. So still in the picture uh also likely is xavier ariaga so he started two uh, actually the first and their last of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa america and he was subbed in for three and on the bench for seven so usually selected but uh, not usually a starter he is uh 28 years old and uh has been with the team since 2018 with 17 caps and one goal. Uh, Xavier Ariaga plays for Seattle Sounders in the USA and was with teams in Ecuador before that. So he was part of the uh, 2019 Copa America squad, but he was uh, just on the bench there as he was uh, for the 2021 uh, Copa America um, there. Okay, uh, next are the two possible candidates Fernande, Fernando Leon. So, Fernando Leon started three of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America and was on the bench for five. Um, but he wasn't selected for the last three of those 17 matches. So, uh, those were three uh, friendly. So, um, that it kind of contributes him to being considered just a possible candidate he's been with the team for a long time since 2014 he's 29 years old but in that time he only has six caps and uh, he's played for uh, Independiente uh in ecuador since 2011 so more than 10 years with the same team there um he was, uh, he was actually um, an outside consideration for the 2015 Copa America, but didn't make the squad. Uh, but he did make the squad for the 2021 Copa America, uh, but he was just um, a bench player there. He didn't see any action. Okay, just excuse me for a moment while I take a drink. Okay, sorry about that. Now we have Jackson Peroo, and uh, we have him as a possible candidate because he started the last of their seventeen games. so it's always a bit confusing when that happens um how much of a consideration they really are. He was on the bench for one other game and uh, um, yeah he he has never been involved in a in a tournament so wasn't part of the squad uh for the copa america 2021 uh so he's been on the he's uh, been in and around the squad though since 2019 so he earned his first cap uh, uh there and he has three caps and he's 22 years old and he plays for troyes in france and was with boa vista before that and santos in brazil uh before that so um, some good uh, club affiliations there. I wonder if he'll move into the picture uh, a bit more because that's kind of the way it goes. All right, and we'll just kind of quickly go through the uh, uh, names here. So Joshua Quinones, um, his first and only cap was a substitute appearance in October 21, uh, 2021 and he was on the bench for um just one of their 11 games after that so uh, not likely um uh, gustavo Valasila uh returned after a more than three year absence in december 2021 to start one of their 17 games and uh that was that was it for him he plays for colorado rapids in the usa Marlon Meggia uh, got his first and only appearance as a starter in October 2021, um, but um, uh, hadn't appeared since then. So, um, yeah, and actually Luis Segovia is the same, uh, first and only appearance as a starter in 2021, but that's his only cap. And uh, again, we'll see if they come into the picture uh, a little bit more as time goes Uh, and we also have a couple of players who seem to be off the squad but I have put them on the list because there's an outside chance they may uh, show up so uh, Moises Corozo he last appeared on the bench in March 2021 and Franklin Guerra last appeared for the national team in September 2021. So that was after the Gold Cup. Um, That was just on the bench, though. And uh, Diego Almeida. So Diego Almeida uh, may be an up-and-comer. His first and only appearance was as a substitute in December uh, 2021, but he wasn't selected for any of their seven matches after that. However, he is with Barcelona uh, in Spain, Barcelona's B team uh, in Spain, and was with their youth club uh, for 10 years. So uh, he was born in Spain and is just um, 18 years old, you know. So uh, maybe too soon for this cup, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him um, in the future. Okay, so that is a lot of players on our plate but we'll just go through them again. So uh, central defenders, Piero Incape. Incape we have as a definite. And uh, Felix Torres we have as a definite uh, a definite to make the cup, although I kind of thought he was maybe between definite and likely. Uh, Robert Ro- Robert Arboleda we have as a likely candidate, but uh, likely to reach the cup but likely to be a substitute uh, when he gets there. And uh, Xavier Ariaga um, in the same boat, uh, likely to reach the cup, but would probably be a substitute. And as possible candidates, we have Fernando Leon and Jackson Peroso. And then we have a whole bunch of candidates as possible, but unlikely or seems to be off the squad. And um, we won't go through those names again. But um, there they are for YouTube watchers to look at for a moment uh, until they disappear as we move on to left back. So left back position, we have one definite candidate, and that is Purvis Astupinan. Um And we have one likely candidate in Diego uh, Palacios and then uh two candidates as possible but unlikely christian cruz and lionel canones and then two candidates uh who who seem to be off the squad uh beta cached cachedo and mario pineda all right so we'll go back through and give more detail on those players so uh, purvis Astupinan um made his debut in the uh, Copa America uh there I won't played games in the lead up to the Copa America, but he really kind of came out in the Copa America because he did very well he made the team of the tournament uh he was the only ecuadorian player to achieve the honor usually teams that are knocked out in the quarterfinals um uh, don't get that honor but he did. And uh, was well deserving of it too. So uh, he started 14 of the uh, 17 games since the since the Copa America, and he started and finished all three games or all five games uh, in the Copa America. If you recall, that was a four game four team group stage, uh, five five teams in the group and four games in the group stage so the quarterfinals was game five uh it seems like that uh, good performance there earned him a move to uh, brighton in england uh since 2022 but uh his skills had been recognized because he was with via in spain before that and with watford in england Uh, from 2016 to 20 even though he was he was loaned out to quite a few teams mostly in Spain Uh, so he is uh, 24 years old and um, has been with the team since 2019 it looks like the uh, uh, his first cap though was after the 2019 Copa America Uh, but he now has 26 caps and three goals so a bit of a scoring defender as far as that goes. And uh, uh, Purvis Astupinam, um we think you'll definitely see not only on the squad, but on the field as the left back. Uh,
1: there is also a
0: likely candidate in Diego Palacios. So uh, I must say that he actually uh, plays more as a left winger or a left forward, a more attacking role. Uh, uh, on the squad but um, he started only one of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America uh, and was subbed in for two but he was on the bench for 11 games which is why we consider him likely to make the team. Uh, During the 2021 Copa America um, he actually wasn't on the bench for games one and two but he gained a starting position uh, for games three and uh, for games four and five (laughs) And he plays for uh, Los, Angeles, uh, Los Angeles FC in, in the USA. So he is uh, 23 years old and he's been with the squad since 2018, although he wasn't a part of the 2019 Copa America squad. Uh, he, since 2018, has 11 caps and zero goals. So seems uh, fairly firmly entrenched in the squad, but doesn't get a lot of starts for them or indeed a lot of games but we still consider him a likely candidate to uh, reach the cup and that's partly because there really aren't uh, many other candidates available as left back so um we move on to the possible but unlikely candidates uh christian cruz um he started two of their 17 games since the Copa america but uh he wasn't selected for for 15 others so including the last nine matches so seemed to uh, kind of get in there and then has fallen off again he's been with the team since 2017 uh is the 30 year old christian cruz and uh only has three caps in that time uh he plays for ldu quito in in ecuador uh, sorry, I may be giving too much detail for an unlikely candidate. Okay. Uh, Lionel Quinones is also unlikely. And he didn't start any of their games since the 2021 Copa America and was on the bench for just one. So, uh, um, uh, very unlikely. I'm guessing that that appearance on the bench was fairly recent. Uh, otherwise, I would have put him as seemingly off the squad. And that is what we have, Bader uh, uh, Cachedo. I always have trouble with that name. Bader Cachedo. He last appeared for the national team in November 2021. So we consider him off the squad. He was a starter in the uh, 2019 Copa America, but he lost his starting position there and seems to have been kind of drifting off the team um and Mar- mario pineda uh, also seems to be off the team and uh oh i i yeah he actually was part of the copa america squad uh he w- appeared as a substitute in game 4 but um uh, has rarely appeared since then so um those two players, uh, Beta Cachedo and Mario Pineda, have an outside chance of uh, making the squad, but um, uh, uh, we doubt that it'll happen. Okay, on the right side of defense, the right back position, uh, we have Byron Castillo as a likely candidate, and then uh, Jose uh, Hurtado as possible but unlikely. We have actually three players who are possible but unlikely. Alongside Jose Hurtado, we have uh, Marcos Andres Lopez, usually called Andres Lopez, and uh, Romario Cachedo. They're going to torment me with that name throughout this podcast, um, that name that I can't pronounce properly. And uh, as a seemingly off-the-squad uh, candidate, Pedro Perlaza. So four candidates there, uh, none of them definite, but uh, most likely Byron Castillo. So Byron Castillo uh, got his first cap after the Copa America, so in September 2021, but he started eight of their 17 games, Um, eight of their 17 games, and he subbed in for two more. Now I should say that uh, uh, the person challenging his position is a right winger. So I'll come to him a bit later when we cover right wingers, but I'll just say his name now. Um, It is um, uh, Angelo Preciado. So he is a right winger, but is often playing in that uh, right back position um okay so um byron castillo uh started eight of their 17 games and was subbed in for two and he is 24 years old and has been with the squad as i said since 2021 earned his first cap there in september and uh, has 10 caps and uh, zero goals Okay, and he plays for uh, Leon in Mexico, and was with um, uh, was with teams in Ecuador. They have a team in Ecuador called uh, Barcelona SC, which causes a bit bit of confusion, um, and it's one of the bigger clubs in Argentina too. Um, but the player I mentioned Almeida before that it really is Barcelona in Spain that he plays for, and he's the only one. Uh, All of the others you hear Barcelona for, it'll be the uh, Barcelona Soccer Club in Ecuador. Okay, uh, so then the candidates who seem to be off the squad uh, are Jose Hurtado. So uh, we have him as possible but unlikely because he started one of their games, uh, one of their 17 games since the uh, 2021 Copa America and was on the bench for one other. uh, But he wasn't selected for... Obviously, fifteen others, including the last ten. Uh, he was on the squad for the 2021 Copa America, uh, but he was um, uh, he didn't see any action uh, in there, and it was a bit of a surprise selection actually uh, for that tournament. Uh, Andres Lopez is uh, uh, he returned after an almost two-year absence uh, in October 2021 and started two of the 11 games that were remaining. Uh, But again, he wasn't selected for the last seven matches there. So, um, uh, he doesn't look like a likely candidate. Uh, Romario Cachado, uh, he got his first cap actually in a friendly in 2017 and he appeared on the bench just before the Copa America. Um, but, um, He was off the team in between those two times, and then he reappeared in January 2022 uh, as a substitute, but wasn't selected for um, uh, the last six games. So all of these guys have had some involvement, but not recent involvement. And the candidate we think uh, is off the team now uh, is Pedro Perlaza. And he last appeared for the national team in June 2021. So just before the uh, 2021 Copa America there. So seems to be uh, quite quite far off the team. Never really made it onto the team, in fact. Okay, so uh, we'll review the right and left backs there. So going uh, uh, back to the left backs, we have uh, Purvis Astupinen as a definite candidate and likely as a starter, as the starter in the left-back position. And um, as the starter right-back, I'm just going to put um, uh, Byron Castillo as a possible candidate there. Uh, and the other possible candidate is the right-winger, uh, Preciado. I should actually um, be careful to mention his first name too, because there are two uh, players, Preciados and Angelo Preciado and Ayrton Preciado uh, on the team. So this is Angelo Preciado, the right winger who often plays as a left back. And I'll introduce him when we get to right wingers. But for now, we're going to move on to uh, the uh, midfield. And we'll start with... um, Uh, defensive midfielders and they have a lot of them Uh, okay so uh, we'll just introduce by name so uh, Moises Cachedo is a definite candidate Uh, Carlos Grueso a definite candidate Alan Franco a likely candidate Uh, Jackson Mendez a likely candidate And uh, Jose Cifuentes, a possible candidate. Michael Carcelen, a possible candidate. And then uh, four possible but unlikely candidates in uh, Dixon Arroyo, uh, Jordi Alcibar, uh, Jao Ortiz, and Johnny Canonez. All right, so... uh, we have quite a few candidates to deal with there. And you may wonder, uh, I said the team was kind of kind of narrow. Uh, you may wonder how they fit them all in. Um, well, the fact is that uh, Grueso is the most central uh, of the midfielders and uh, Moises Caceto uh, fairly central, but he plays kind of in a left midfield role uh, a lot of the time. And... Um, on the right side, it's kind of a mix between uh, Franco and uh, and Cifuentes more recently, and uh, Jackson Mendez has kind of been in and out. So we'll talk about them specifically here. So beginning with Moises Cachedo, um, sorry, uh, yeah, Moises Cachedo. So he started thirteen of their seventeen games since the twenty twenty one Copa America, and. His first cap was in 2020, so he's just uh, 21 years old and has 23 caps and two goals. So he's uh, suddenly become an important player uh, for Ecuador, and he plays for Brighton in England. We're going to see that they have three players on this Brighton squad uh, in England. And uh, he was a starter in the 2021 uh, Copa America, so... um, really moved into position quickly and is now uh, very much entrenched. Uh, Carlos Guerrezzo is more of a veteran and I probably should have started with him, but uh, uh, Carlos Guerrezzo uh, had started also uh, 14 of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America. Actually, uh, Moises Cuchedo started 13, so I definitely should have put him first. Uh, Gruezo first and uh, Gruezo has been around the squad uh, quite a bit longer since 2014 and he's 27 years old and has 45 caps and one goal so he's played for uh, he plays for Augsburg in Germany now and he also played for Stuttgart in Germany but in between those two he played for FC Dallas in USA and he was with uh, some of the bigger clubs in Ecuador prior to that. His first tournament was the 2014 World Cup, where he actually started and finished game one, but then lost his starting position uh, there. However, for the 2016 uh, Centenario Copa America, he started all four games and he was involved in 2019 too. However, in 2021, uh, he appeared only in game five and um, I believe he was struggling because he had a a positive COVID test um, there. So, um, yeah, he he is a starter, but uh, there seemed to be some problem in 2021 there. Um, However, since then, he has been starting almost all of their games. All right. So, uh, Alan Franco... Uh, also, these are all coded as defensive midfielders. Alan Franco uh, started four of their 17 games since the Copa America and was subbed in for six and on the bench for two more. So uh, he's, he's, he's in and around, but not really a starter. He's been with the team since 2018 and has 23 caps and one goal and is 24 years old. And he plays for Atletico Mineiro in Brazil, and uh, was loaned to Talleres in Argentina. Actually, he's on loan with them now, and he was loaned to uh, Charlotte FC in the United States and was in Ecuador before that. Um, For the 2019 Copa America, he was selected for the preliminary squad but didn't make the final cut. And in the 2021 Copa America, he was uh, subbed into game two late on and then gained a starting position for the remaining three games uh, there. Uh, so Alan Franco, a likely candidate. Uh, Jackson Mendez, I believe he was, uh, yes, a starter in the 2021 Copa America, Jackson Mendez. Uh, however, since then he's only started three of their 17 games and subbed in for four But he was on the bench for six, so he seems to have uh, uh, kind of lost his starting position there. He is uh, 25 years old and he plays, uh, he has, uh, sorry, his first cap was in 2018 and he now has 30 caps. And he plays for Los Angeles FC in the USA and played for Orlando City uh, for three years before that and was in uh, Ecuador. Prior to that, he did go on loan in Spain uh, for uh, in 2015 and 16. Now he was part of the squad for the Copa America 2019. We see a lot of players don't um, uh, don't go beyond that. So one of many players in what seems to have been a rebuild in 2019, and he was on the bench for game one, but gained a starting position. Uh, for games two and three and then was a starter in the 2021 Copa America as we said but he hasn't played a lot since there since then so we have him as a likely candidate here but probably as a substitute uh, rather than a starter um, okay Jose Cifuentes, uh kind of like Alan Franco when he's on the field usually it's as a as a right midfielder even though he's coded as a defensive midfielder. And Jose Cifuente started four of their 17 games uh, since the Copa America and was subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So we have him as a possible candidate. He's been with the team since 2019 and has eight caps and zero goals. And uh, he is just 23 years old. And he also plays for Los Angeles FC in the united states and was in ecuador before that but he hasn't uh, been uh selected uh, for a tournament he was selected for the preliminary squad in 2019 but didn't make the final cut uh, they actually didn't put out a preliminary squad for the 2021 copa america uh, so he just wasn't on the squad uh, also a possible candidate is michael carcelen so Michael Carselen, um, uh started two of their remaining games. Uh, sorry, he got his first cap in October 2021 and started two of the 11 games that remained and was subbed in the three and was on the bench for three. So he, he seems to have kind of at least made it onto the bench here. And uh, his first cap, as I said, was in 2021. So he has five caps and uh, one goal and he is 25 years old. He plays for uh, Barcelona Soccer Club in Ecuador. All right, we'll kind of go uh, quickly through the possible but unlikely candidates. So uh, Dixon Arroyo uh, didn't start any of their games uh, recently, but subbed in for one of those 17 games and was on the bench for the first three uh uh, so not not very involved he's more of a veteran he's 30 years old but he got his first cap in 2021 and he was on the squad for the Copa America but was on the bench there so uh seems to kind of have worked his way off the squad uh again kind of came in late and didn't last long uh Jordi Alcivar first appeared uh, actually well before the Copa America in November 2020, uh, but he earned his first cap in December 2021, and that's the only appearance he's made. So he plays for Charlotte FC in USA, and maybe an up-and-comer because he's 23 years old, so uh, hasn't really made it onto the team, but still could. Uh, Jao Ortiz. Jao Ortiz got his first cap in October 2021, and um, uh, but he just got one start and one appearance on the bench uh, on the bench there. And finally, Johnny Quinones uh, started one of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America. He was though injured for seven of them. so um, if he recovers, maybe his chances are better than they seem here. Uh, he's 24 years old and he has three caps since 2019 so all four of those players kind of with an outside chance of making the squad but uh, they certainly have plenty of defensive midfielders to choose from Um, so uh, i'd say it's it's not that likely okay well let's take a look at central midfielders and we have actually just uh two possible but unlikely candidates and then one who seems to be off the squad. So possible but unlikely is Jose Caraballi and Fernando Gabor. And uh, seems to be off the squad is uh, Christian Naboa, uh, who's actually a familiar name uh, to um, fans who follow Ecuador. Uh, But let's go back to the uh, Jose Caraballi. Now we won't spend a lot of time Uh, on these players because they're unlikely. So Jose Caraballi uh, was just subbed into two games uh, since the 2021, two of their 17 games. Uh, But he was on the squad for the Copa America, uh, on the Copa America. But for some reason, 2021 Copa America, but for some reason he was not on the bench, uh, not even on the bench for any of the five names, but he was on the roster uh next is fernando gabor so he uh started two of the first three of their 17 games and was on the bench for four others uh uh, four of the first six games which uh, was quite promising but then he got injured for three games and he wasn't selected for any of the last eight matches so uh fernando gabor has actually been with the team for a long time since uh, 2013 and uh, was part of the uh, squad for the 2016 uh, Copa America Centenario, and was uh, a sub in that. But he wasn't chosen for the 2019 or the 2021 Copa America. So a bit sad there. It looked like he was kind of making his way back onto the squad, and then it seems like an injury uh, got in the way, and he hasn't really played since then. So possible but unlikely. And uh, we have Christian Naboa uh he's a veteran with the team he's been with them since 2009 and has 83 caps and four goals but he's 37 years old and really uh was kind of drifting off the team for quite a while he was a starter uh, in the 2011 copa america and um for the 2014 world cup and the 2015 and 16 copa americas however he wasn't selected in 2019 and was just a substitute in 2021. Uh, So, you know, he he kind of played for a long time there until 36 years old, but he has not appeared since the 2021 uh, Copa America there. He is still playing uh, club soccer. He's been in Russia for uh, quite a while actually since 2015, or actually since since, uh, all the way back to 2007, and uh, he's one of the players who didn't actually leave russia uh, as a result of the recent political turmoil Uh, he is in sochi uh, right now in russia but has played for some of their biggest teams Zen at st petersburg and dynamo moscow ruben kazan uh, there so he's a bit of a loss but uh he was he was kind of not really a factor on the team after 2016. So no uh, central midfielders, so it's defensive midfielders who play that role. And uh, we're going to find that the left and right midfielder role are uh, quite thin. Uh, all right, so for left midfielders, they actually don't have anyone designated as a left uh, midfielder. No one is kind of coded as a left midfielder. So uh, generally in a four-three-three formation, it'll be Moises cut. Co- Cachedo. Uh, It'll be Moises Cachedo playing on the left side of the three-man midfield. And when it's a four-four-two, it'll generally be a left winger uh, playing in that uh, in that position. We do have uh, right midfielders though, and we're going to actually start with someone, uh, a famous player who's uh, now off the team, but uh, Antonio Valencia. Um, Antonio Valencia is retired from international and from club soccer, but uh, he is a real veteran with the team uh, from 2005 to 2019. He had 99 caps and 11 goals, but he's uh, 37 years old now, so is retired from soccer. He most famously played with uh, Manchester United in England from 2009 to 2019. Um, And he was with the team since, uh, from the 2006 World Cup uh, all the way to the 2019 Copa America, but uh, um, uh, retired after that. And uh, it hasn't left uh, a gap because they did have to cope with him being gone in 2021. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, a famous player, um, who uh, some looking at Ecuador might wonder what happened to you. So there it is. So this position uh, in the right midfielder uh, is usually played by uh, Franco or Sifuentes. Uh, however, the players uh, uh, we have uh, coded as right midfielders are uh, An- uh, Angel Mena. I know it's supposed to be pronounced hell. Angel. Um, but I'm going to go with, uh, uh, um, uh, no, I'll try to say Angel Mena, uh, a likely candidate. And uh, Renato Ibarra, uh, who seems to be off the squad both coded as right midfielders. So Angel Mena uh, actually should be coded as a right winger because he's always playing in an attacking role, usually as a right forward, but I have seen him as a centre forward and a central attacking midfielder too. So certainly not a kind of um, a defensive-minded player, which I usually consider right midfielders to be. I consider right-wingers more attacking. So think of him as a right-winger. He started nine of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America and was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. Uh, So he is uh, 34 years old. Uh, and has uh, been with the team since 2015. So got off to a bit of a late start there, but has since earned 43 caps and scored seven goals. So he plays for Leon in Mexico and was with Cruz Azul in Mexico before that and in Ecuador before that. So he was on the uh, 2016 Copa America squad Uh, but he didn't see any action there. He was just on the bench. However, he was a starter in the 2019 Copa America, uh, but was kind of in and out in the 2021 Copa America. He did appear in all five games, but he only started games two and five. However, it seems after that Copa America, he uh, uh, landed more of a starting position. And um, uh, that's why we have him as a likely candidate now. Uh, Renato Ibarra uh, last appeared for the national team in November uh, 2020. So uh, he was on the on the uh, 2019 Copa America squad, but not on the 2021. Um, not on the 2021 squad. Uh, he also plays in Mexico with Club America. So um, okay, so. Uh, Let's move on now to left-wingers, and they have quite a few of those, but they don't seem to be decided uh, on one of them. And then, ironically, they don't actually use that position uh, that much. So if you think of a, um, a 4-4-2, there will be kind of a left-winger and right-winger, but a four three three, 3 those players will generally move up to being a left and right forward Um Okay, so we have a uh, candidate in Jeremy Sarmiento, who we consider likely, and Alexander Alvarado, who we consider possible, and uh, Romaro, uh, Romario Ibarra, who we also consider possible, and Jao Rojas, sometimes called Jao Rojas Lopez, who we also consider possible. Possible but unlikely, Janner Carozo. And uh, seems to be off the squad, Washington Carozo. Okay, so um, going back to the beginning, Jeremy Sarmiento. Uh, now, I actually should say that uh, left uh Ayrton Preciado who's con- who's labeled as an attacking midfielder uh often plays in this position and even left defender uh Palacios uh played here and it's really been filled by uh various players uh but you know when when they do have that position uh Jeremy Sarmiento is the one who has filled it most so he started three of their remaining uh Uh, Sorry, he got his first cap in October 2021 and started three of the remaining 14 games and was subbed in for five and on the bench for two. Uh, So he actually plays for Brighton in England and uh, he has done so since 2021 and was with the Brighton Youth Club in England as well. So he is uh, quite young. He's 20, uh, 20 years old. And he's been with Ecuador since 2021 and has eight caps. And you may think he was born in England, but actually he moved there when he was seven from Spain. So I'm not sure if he's ever actually uh, lived in Ecuador, but of course he's eligible for them. Uh, Jeremy Sarmiento. Okay, possible candidate uh, Alexander Alvarado. Uh, He didn't start any of their games uh, since the... 2021 COPE America, but he was subbed in for the last one and on the bench for two others. But that includes the first one after the COPE America. So he's been a kind of a consideration um, all that time. And has actually been on the squad since 2019 and has three caps and no goals. And uh, he's 23 years old. He plays for Orlando City, uh, in the USA. So he wasn't part of the uh, uh, squad for the Copa America 2021, um, but uh, obviously has has had a few uh, appearances since then. Uh, Romario Ibarra uh, returned actually after a 15 month absence in March, 2022 to start two of their five remaining games and he was uh, also subbed in for two of those. So uh, kind of making a comeback uh, here. has actually been with the squad since 2017 and has 22 caps and three goals uh, 28 years old and plays for uh, Pachuca in Mexico and uh, Minnesota United in the USA before that. So um, uh, he was a consideration for the uh no, no, sorry. He was part of the squad for the 2019 Copa America. Uh, he actually subbed early into game one and gained a starting position uh, for that tournament. However, um, sometime after that, he he basically seems to have been um, uh, dropped from the squad for a time. And as I said, uh, kind of came back in March 2022 and played four of the five games. So a um, uh, consideration or we have him as a possible, uh, uh, given all of that. And the other possible is Jao Rojas. So he started two of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America and was subbed in for three and on the bench for three. So he's been with the squad since 2019 and has eight caps and is 25 years old. And he plays for Monterey in Mexico and in Ecuador before that. But he hasn't managed to... Um, uh, uh, reach a squad for the uh, for uh, a, a reach a tournament yet so he was around um, uh, he was a, 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 an outside consideration even as far back as 2016 but as I said he didn't earn his first cap since 2019 and didn't make the uh, 2019 or 2021 20, Copa America uh, squads All right, next is uh, Jana Carozo, And uh, we consider him possible but unlikely. So he got his first cap in October 2021 and started uh, just two of their remaining 11 games and was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So he plays for uh, Pachuca in Mexico. And um, yeah, we we won't give too much detail on him since he's unlikely. Uh, Also, Washington Carozo. Uh, last appeared for the team on the bench in September 2021, so just after the the Gold Cup. And he only had uh, one cap before that. Um, but he's just 24 years old, so you may see him in the future. He plays for Sporting Crystal in Peru, but we have him as seemingly off the squad. So uh, let's go back. I've been kind of forgetting to do it uh, to the uh, beginning of the midfielders there. Uh, and we have uh, Moises Cachedo as definite candidate and Carlos Gurezo as definite. Uh, but the others, Alan Franco and Jackson Mendez and Jose Cifuentes, um, are just um, uh, uh, probably bench players if they, if they make it. Uh, in the central midfielders none of them are likely and um, uh, even to make the squad let alone be starters um, and right midfielder on Mena, I'm actually gonna put him as uh, a starter because I think he will be and uh, but not uh, left winger Jeremy uh, sarmiento and uh, okay um, I, I kind of jumped the gun there thinking we have no right wingers, but I have talked about the one, can. Uh, no, we have two candidates. Uh, we have uh, An- Angelo Preciado as a likely candidate, but as I've said, um, he has been playing more as a right defender. Uh, he did play up as a right winger, um, but uh, has been filling the role of the right defender more than that and uh, we have Freddie Mina as a possible but unlikely candidate so um, uh, Ange- uh, Angelo Preciado started six of their 17 games since the 2021 Copa America and was subbed in for three and on the bench for two so uh, he's he's uh, often around and a very possibly a starter and um, He has been with the team since 2018 and has 23 caps and is 24 years old. And he plays for Genk in Belgium and was with uh, Independiente del Valle in Ecuador before that, one of the bigger teams there. And uh, he was not part of the squad for the uh, 2019 Copa America, although he, he was selected for the preliminary squad there, just didn't make the final cut. And in the Copa America 2021, he started, uh, he was a starter, started all five games. And as I said, uh, lined up as a right back in all five starts. So um, really it's uh, Angel Mena who's more of the attacking uh, right side player. And um, although he has moved up to attack. Uh, The other candidate, Freddie Mina, uh, is... um, last appeared for the team in december 2021 which was not that long ago but uh uh, he only has one cap uh, and that was um in 2021 and is 24 years old so may come into the picture but doesn't seem to be lining up to be part of this world cup squad so uh angelo Preciado um I can't say that he'll be a starter because he's only started six of their 17 games uh, since there. So kind of a um, a bit of uncertainty in some of these wide positions. Um, they're trying out uh, different players uh, in those positions. Kind of haven't settled uh, haven't settled on a lot of those. All right, we move on to forwards. And uh, first position we look at is attacking midfielders. And really, they don't have that many. And um, that may be why they go with a 4-3-3 with uh, a kind of outside forwards rather than a a central attacking midfielder. But anyway, we have Ayrton Preciado as a, uh, well, he would be a possible candidate, but uh, he's actually uh, an injury doubt which I'll talk about here. So they may be missing him. And we have Jojan Julio um, as a uh, possible but unlikely. And Danny Cabezas as possible but unlikely. And Juan Cazares as a seemingly off the squad. So you can see no... Uh, definite or likely players and Ayrton Preciado would be pos- a possible candidate except that he's injured let's take a look at him so uh, Ayrton Preciado started two of their 17 games uh, since the 2021 Copa American was subbed in for four others uh, but he was out with two separate injuries Uh, for the first three games, and then for the last five games. And it's a fractured tibia uh, that he's out with. So I'm not sure that that's going to heal in time for the Cup. As I say, the last five games, uh, so that was probably from uh, the end of March to June. So maybe it will heal uh, in time. Uh, but we'll give an update in the update podcast on his situation. Uh, He has been with Ecuador since 2017 and has 27 caps and three goals and is 28 years old. And he was part of the, as so many of them were, their first tournament was 2019. And there he started game one, uh, but actually was subbed out at halftime and lost his starting position. Uh, And the opposite was true in 2021 where he uh, was subbed into game one and gained a starting position uh, after that. So as I say, uh, injury has has caused a lot of problems for him uh, recently. So hard to say uh, where he will be. Uh, He's coded as an attacking midfielder, by the way, but he usually plays on the left wing or as a left forward. Okay, Julio... uh, Sorry... uh, uh jojan julio is possible but unlikely he didn't start any of their 17 games since the 2021 20, cope america but he subbed in for one and was on the bench for two he's currently on loan with santos in brazil which is a pretty big team and he's 24 years old Um he's been with the team since 2019 but has earned only five caps in that time and he's never played in a tournament. So uh, maybe that move to Brazil will kind of uh, raise his cachet uh, prior to the cup, but we'll have to see. Uh, we have him as unlikely right now. Uh, Danny Cabezas is the same. Uh, he got his first cap in October, 2021. Haven't started any games, but subbed in for two. Uh, there, but he 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 wasn't uh, selected for any of the last seven matches, so uh, a bit doubtful there. And at 28 years old, uh, he only has two caps, so uh, quite unlikely there. Uh, Juan Casares. Um, Juan Casares seems to be off the squad. He last appeared for the team in uh, June 2021. I think that was just before the uh, Copa America. And he's always struggled to get onto the team. He was he was um, on the rosters for the 2015 and 2016 Copa Americas, but was just a sub uh, in those games. And um, uh, we won't go into detail on him. And uh, sorry, we do have a few other candidates who are seemingly off the squad. So Jadel Martinez, and uh, Junior Sornoza and Damian Diaz. So we won't go into detail on these players here, but uh, just uh, briefly, Fidel Martinez um, uh, is a bit of a veteran with the team, having been on the team since uh, 2008, but he's uh, 32 years old, which is not that old, but uh, he was kind of on and off the team a starter in 2015 but on the bench in the 2014 World Cup and just a sub in this 2016 uh, Copa America Centenario. He was a starter in the 2021 Copa America but lost his starting uh, position and he hasn't been called up since then. Junior Sorzosa... Uh, has been around since 2014 when he earned his first cap, but has never made it uh, onto the squad. Uh, He last appeared in September 2021, so after the Copa America, but just uh, uh, not since uh, September 2021. And Damien Diaz uh, was a substitute in the 2021 Copa America, but has not appeared uh, since then. And he is uh, 36 years old and only earned four caps with the national team. So never really made it onto the team. So we don't have any uh, attacking midfielders who look like they're going to be starters or actually who even look like they're going to make it onto the national team. Except for the uh, injured Ayrton Preciado, who's a possible candidate if he's fit. Okay, secondary strikers. We just have one, but he's possible but unlikely. That's Walter Chala. So uh, he hasn't started any games uh, since his first cap in, in the uh, – uh, he earned his first cap in 2021, but he wasn't selected for the Copa America and hasn't started any games since then, but he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So uh, kind of an outside candidate. Uh, in Walter Chala. All right. Well, we move on to forwards now. And the one thing we did say in our podcast uh, last time around before the 2021 World Cup was that Michael Estrada uh, would be the starter. And uh, we turned out to be wrong on that. So uh, no, we didn't. He did start game one. But he was subbed out at 69 and then he lost his starting position so we we, we make a claim to have been correct but uh, anyway he he didn't play a big role in that tournament but he is back and i won't go into uh, more detail until i go through the names here but we have michael Estrada as a definite candidate along with gonzalo plata and Ener valencia uh Uh, And as a possible candidate, we have Jordi Cachado. There's that name tormenting me again. And uh, we have other possible candidates, Leonardo Campana, uh, Jorkai Avriasco, Nilsson Agula. uh, Sorry, what am I saying? Nilsson Angulo. And uh, we also have uh, two possible but unlikely candidates, all with the same last name, Jose Angulo and Brian Angulo. So a lot of players to look at there. And obviously they can't all be uh, kind of center forwards. So what they are is the uh, usually the outside forwards in that 4-3-3 formation. Uh, when it's a 4-4-2 or when they just have one forward, it's uh, usually uh, Michael Estrada or Anna Valencia playing as the uh, uh, primary centre forwards. So the left side is actually quite undecided, whereas the right side is more stable. And maybe I'll talk a bit about that at the end, but let's introduce these players. Michael Estrada, has, uh, uh, as I said, um, started the 2021 Copa America but lost his starting position. Uh, there but since then has started 10 of their 17 games and subbed in for five so we think he's a definite candidate to uh, reach the cup and probably to be a starter although they seem to switch up the starter as we'll see he's been with the squad since 2017 and has 33 caps and eight goals and he's 26 years old and plays for Toluca uh, in Mexico And actually, he's with Cruz Azul in Mexico on loan right now. Um, And he was also loaned to DC United in the United States, but was at Independiente del Val in Ecuador before moving to uh, Mexico there. So he wasn't part of uh, the 2019 uh, Copa America even though he got his first cap in 2017, but he was part of the 2021 squad and actually has done very well in World Cup qualifying scoring six of their 17 goals there. So that kind of um, uh, helps his cause as a starter. Another starter is Gonzalo Plata, although he usually plays on the right in the right forward position. And uh, he, um started nine of their 17 games since the 2021 cope America and subbed in for five of those. So that's why we have him as a, a definite candidate to at least make the squad. And he has been with the team since 2019, but didn't make the uh, squad for the 2019 cope America. Uh, so he has 10 caps and four goals and is just 22 years old. And he is with um, some good clubs here, Real Valladolid in Spain since recently, and was with Sporting Lisbon uh, before that, and uh, with Independiente del Val, as so many of them are in Ecuador before that. So he was a starter in the uh, uh, 2021 Copa America, his first tournament, but he was subbed out 69 minutes into game one. And uh, was just uh, lost his starting position. Was just a substitute uh, after that. Uh, okay, and finally, probably their biggest name, uh, Enner Valencia. Uh, Enner Valencia uh, scored four of their uh, four of their goals in World Cup qualifying. So a bit behind Estrada there, but uh, is as I say probably their biggest name. And uh, he started actually only eight since the 2021 Copa America and was subbed in for three and on the bench for one. He was injured for three of them, but I'm a bit surprised that he's not starting uh, more often. So he's a veteran on the team. He has uh, been with the team since 2012 and has 72 caps and an amazing goal record of uh, 35 goals. So that's a goal every two games, roughly. Uh, but he is getting uh, a little old he's 33 years old and he plays for uh, fenerbahce in turkey and he did play for uh, Tigres t-grace in mexico uh from 2017 to 2020 but uh, a lot of people will remember him uh, as playing for west ham in england and on loan with everton uh between 2014 and 17 um so he also gained fame in the uh, his first tournament the World Cup in 2014 where he scored all three of Ecuador's goals uh, was a starter of course uh, as he was in the tournaments uh, since then so 2015 16 and 19 uh, Copa Americas as well as the uh, 2021 uh, Copa America although he didn't score any goals in the 2021 Copa America uh, there so anyway still seems to be uh, fairly established on the squad But and they would definitely bring him to the cup but uh, after going over his numbers there I'm not dead sure he would be a starter uh, anyway we have a few possible candidates uh, so Jordi Cachedo and um, started actually just one of their last 17 games and was subbed in for five and on the bench for two. And I believe it was uh, the last game, which was the one he started. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case. So again, when, when they uh, kind of come in at the end uh, like that, uh, it's a bit difficult to know, uh, you know where they're going to be. Um, anyway, he has been with the team since 2021 and has 10 caps and two goals, but uh, is is 25 years old, so um, a bit late in joining the team. He plays for Tigres in Mexico and was with uh, CSKA Sofia in Bulgaria before that and in Brazil with v- Vitoria uh, from 2019 to 2021. 20, uh, and he was part of the Copa America squad in 2021, but only came in as a substitute uh, for two games. So uh, a possible candidate there uh, bringing a bit of uh, uh, a bit, well, they already have youth in the front line, but he's he's 25 years old. So scrap that comment I was just about to make, uh, but uh, apply it to Leonardo Campagna, who is younger, 22 years old. Phew. I really worked my way out of that and pickle well, didn't I? Okay, uh, Leonardo Campagna has uh, started one of their 17 games, actually one of the recent friendlies um, since the uh, 2017 Copa America. And he was uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for two more, actually towards the end there. So uh, at the beginning, right after the Copa America, and then uh, those friendlies recently but not so much in the middle uh, leonardo campagna has been with the team since 2019 and has 12 caps and as i said is 20 uh, 22 years old and he's with wolverhampton uh uh on the roster of wolverhampton in england since 2020 but uh, recently he was loaned to into miami in the usa and with a, a couple of teams before that, including Grasshopper in Switzerland. So uh, kind of working his way into Europe there. Uh, his first tournament was the um, 2021 Copa America. He was actually on the preliminary squad in 2019, but not selected. And uh, uh, in 2021, he didn't appear in game one, but he did start games two and three. Uh, Leonardo Campagna. But yeah, as I said, uh, uh, that was promising, being a starter for a couple of games there, but seems to have dropped off the squad and then come back fairly recently. So a bit difficult to know uh, how to code him. But we have him as a possible. Djorka Uh Djorka Avriasco uh, is... Um, got his first cap in October 2021 and started one of the 11 games from that time, was subbed in for one and on the bench for three. So, uh, however, he didn't appear in any of the last, uh, he didn't appear in four of the last five matches. So recently has kind of dropped off uh he's been with the team since 2021 and just has those two caps and is 23 years old and is with newell's old boys in argentina which is a pretty uh, fairly big club and uh we'll have to see maybe he will kind of come along there uh even younger is nilsson angulo uh Milton Angulo is 19 years old and he plays for Anderlecht in Belgium so he hasn't played a lot for the uh for the national team his his first cap was in October 2021 20, but he wasn't selected uh, after that so perhaps uh, too young but he seems to be doing well at the club level as i say with Anderlecht in Belgium uh, since 2022 and was with LDU Quito In Ecuador before that, so maybe an up-and-comer in Nilson Angulo. Uh, The other two Angulos are possible but not likely. So Jose Angulo uh, was just on the bench for one game since the 2021 Copa America, and has never been involved in a tournament. Uh, Although you know he was actually on the preliminary squad as far back as 2016, Uh, but. you know hasn't made an impression on the squad even until now he's with tijuana in mexico brian angula is uh, with santos in brazil which i said is a is a quite a big club and he got his first cap in november 2018 but then uh, was absent for three years until he returned to the team in september 2021 Uh, although only as a substitute for four games and on the bench uh, for three games. So actually, um, yeah, and the reason we have him as uh, possible but unlikely uh, is that he hasn't been included in any of the last eight matches. So it looked like he was a possible candidate there when he came back in in September 2021, but uh, this year hasn't uh, been called up uh however um, being with santos in brazil may kind of uh, uh improve his chances uh he's not young he's 27 years old um so hard to say uh what will become but we have uh possible but unlikely so hugh let's go through the uh attacking uh players so attacking midfielders uh there are no candidates except for the uh, Ayrton Preciado. But uh, even if he was there, we wouldn't peg him as a starter. And anyway, he's injured. Uh, no secondary strikers to, uh, the, that we would consider uh, likely starters. But um, we're gonna put all three of these as likely starters. Uh, forwards, Michael Estrada, uh, Gonzalo Plata, who usually plays on the right, and Enna Valencia, who, who either joins uh, Estrada um, as two forwards or plays as the left forward. Uh, the other ones are all possible or possible but unlikely. So that brings us to the end um, of the uh, going through all the players. And we're going to uh, talk about a couple of things before we do a run through uh, of those players, so let's um, talk about some of the things that we talked about at the beginning. So uh, we said that it was kind of a narrow team with few outside midfielders or wingers, uh, and that's true. Most of the most of the players are uh, defensive midfielders, and those those guys will play the central midfield and left or right midfield roles. But they don't always line up that way. Uh, And so they do uh, sometimes have a 4-4-2 formation with wingers or in the 4-4-3 formation kind of attacking forwards kind of on the outside. And so generally it's uh, uh, players filling that role slightly out of position. It could be a right back or a left back who pushes up uh, or it could be um, an attacking midfielder or a forward who plays uh, on the left or right side. But most of the players are coded uh, centrally. Uh, so uh, that's it. We kind of have uh, basically some players playing slightly out of position from what they're coded as. And uh, I don't really have a lot... To to add uh, other than the fact that I'd say about half of the positions, especially in defense seemed uh, nailed down and in the central midfield. Uh, but in terms of those outside positions, um, various players have been filling the roles, so they're not nailed down. And, uh, um, even the forward line, uh, Michael Estrada and Eni Valencia and, uh, Uh, Plata seem fairly nailed down, but there are other players kind of coming in to those positions once in a while. Okay, well, in terms of club affiliations, um, none of the players are really with top teams, uh, but some of them are with uh, kind of secondary teams. So we have Ana Valencia, uh, uh, for example, uh, with um, Fenerbahce. And we have three players with Brighton in England. Brighton uh, recently is a good team. We'd say around, you know, uh, top 10 in the English Premier League. Uh, But they've been doing very well. And typically Brighton is more of a secondary team in England. In fact, they haven't been in the Premier League for that long. So uh, if I was giving this report, say, four or five years ago, I'd be talking about a second division team a championship level team but uh, they're doing well nowadays so these three players Jeremy sarmento Moises cachedo and uh Purvis uh uh sorry Moises Katato sarmento and yeah Purvis astupanan uh, all doing quite well with Brighton especially cachedo and uh, astupanand who who are starters uh, we have a few players uh, with teams like um, Plata plays for Valor de Lid in uh, Spain. And we have uh, that young player um, who's probably not going to make the squad, actually, but uh, Almeida, who's with uh, the Barcelona B team. So he's more, more one to look at in the future. Uh, and we have Anderlecht. Uh, the young Nilsson, Angulo with Anderlecht. So again, kind of uh, respectable teams in Europe, but not top-level teams. Probably uh, Bayer Leverkusen, uh, Piero Hincapi is uh, with one of the top teams uh, in Europe. Uh, Outside of Europe, though, we have a few playing in um, Mexico and USA for uh, decent teams, and then some playing for... Uh, uh for example, Santos in Brazil, or Newell's old boys in Argentina, uh, respectable teams in or or among the top teams in South America uh, there. So um, yeah, I'm not sure how much of an impression that gives. Uh, otherwise they'll all be playing for the top teams in in Ecuador, but actually there aren't many uh, playing in Ecuador, um, most of them, of course, started with those teams, but have moved on to, um, to other, the other countries that I've been uh, talking about here. Okay, in terms of age and experience, uh, I, I said I've been putting together this little chart to compare World Cup teams. So uh, one of the things we consider is the total players under consideration. Those are players who are either definite, likely, or possible. And it's interesting to see how many uh, there are. So fairly tight teams will have fewer players. And uh, teams experimenting with a lot of players like uh, Ghana uh, will have more players. I'll use Qatar as an example of the team uh, that has just kind of 26 players on the table. So they've pretty much decided on their World Cup final squad. Well, Ecuador is kind of at the high end, and that fits in with what I say. So they're kind of decided on some positions, especially in defense, uh, in the, in the uh, defense and in the central midfield, but not so much uh, on the wings and forwards, as somewhere in between. So they seem to be considering still a few players under consideration so 33 is on the high end Uh, the average for the teams i've done so far is 30 and that kind of fits in with what we're saying so still a bit undecided on their final squad Uh, the average age of all those players is 25.4 and we did note that uh, during the uh, as we went through the players that a lot of them uh, got their start in 2019 There weren't a lot of players who were on the squad before that. Uh, So that fits in with them being uh, fairly young on average. So usually 25 to 27 is the range and Ecuador is 25.4 years old uh, on average. So that is uh, maybe um, a year and a half to two years younger than uh, average. Uh, Actually, it is the youngest team Um, that I've looked at so far, but only by um, 0.3. Average number of caps kind of goes along with that. So this is very low, actually, at 19.7 per player. Average caps per player is 19.7. And the uh, overall average is 27 there. So that suggests they're bringing in Uh, quite a few younger players and fits in with what we said, that a lot of them don't have tournaments before 2019. Total goals among all of those players is very low at 77. So they're not a scoring team and we'll take a look at that uh, shortly. But it's a total of 77, um, which is uh, one of the lowest among the teams I have. Uh, Qatar is very high, Netherlands is high, and um, Ecuador is low. So that works out to 2.3 goals per player, which, again, is kind of low compared to other teams. And uh, I do have a a graphic here, just um, kind of an interesting one. So... um, oh this is for a bit later when we look at when we look at the forwards. okay uh, so we're going to we're going to talk about uh, the, the the position so uh, on defense uh, on defense what's there to look for well the back line is fairly stable uh, but the starting goalkeeper is is um, is a bit of a question mark who is going to be their starting goalkeeper? Uh, they have uh, well, I won't go through the names again. But uh, when you when we go through the team, you'll see that uh, there's no defined starting goalkeeper. Uh, in the midfield, I guess the consideration is who are going to be the uh, wide midfielders. So um, they seem to be a bit undecided uh, right now. And in fact, um, the the right defender. Uh, is usually playing as a right midfield or sorry, the right winger, you know, it, it's kind of unsettled on the right, just let me put it that way. Uh, in the attack, we have again kind of undecided. I would say their main attacker is Enner Valencia because he'll definitely be there, and Gonzalo Plata, uh, and Eric Stra- uh, sorry, and uh, Michael Estrada are, uh, Usually there, but again, it's not nailed down. For example, in their three recent friendlies, uh, they've used three different center forwards. So uh, a little kind of uncertain who's going to end up in that position. We thought it would be Michael Estrada for the uh, uh, Copa America in 2021, and we were taken by surprise there. So let's look at some of the uh, new players. Now, I could uh, give a long list of players who got their start in 2021 but that would be that would be kind of naming half the players on the team so i'm going to limit this to uh players who uh have joined the team since 2021 or at least who didn't play in the 2021 uh, copa america so uh new players So I kind of lost my spot on the uh, YouTube graphics here. Um, Okay, Uh, new players. Uh, New to the team are uh, Diego Almeida. So kind of an interesting player uh, with uh, uh, Barcelona's B team in Spain. And he's just uh, 18 18 years old. Uh, but probably an up-and-comer. Probably a bit, this cup comes a bit too soon for him. Uh, right defender uh, Byron Castillo has kind of worked his way into the team as a likely candidate. And defensive midfielder uh, Jose Sifuentes has increasingly been playing as the uh, right midfielder, uh, but only, only has um, uh, four of their last uh, 17 games uh, has he been a starter in that position? But anyway, also uh, Michael uh, Sarsalen, um, uh has just been starting games recently. Um, Jeremy Saramiento, it uh, looks like he's making a bid for, for the left wing position, or oh, that might be the uh, kind of left forward position. And we consider him a likely candidate. Uh, Sifuentes and Carcelin who I just mentioned we only consider possible candidates and that's true of all the others I'm about to mention so uh, also uh, listed as a left w- uh, a left winger, Alexander Alvarado is uh, a new player to the squad uh, Jao uh, Ro- Rojas um, and then in the forward line uh, they just tried out uh, Jorka Friasco, so um, uh, a, a possible uh, bid at forward, uh, who plays for Newell's Old Boys in Argentina. And another solid club affiliation with Anderlecht in Belgium is uh, Nilsson Agulo. Uh, but those uh, uh, he he, along with Diego Almeida, and possibly some of the others, uh, this cup may come too soon for them because they haven't worked their way into the squad enough to uh, to really make a bid. But they still have a few games in September, and um, probably pre-tournament friendlies, where there always seem to be a couple of new players brought to the squad, to the final squad, which takes everyone by surprise. So it may be some of these guys who will do that. Uh, in terms of injuries... We have uh, Ayrton Preciado, so um, he's playing mostly on the right side, sometimes in a more uh, defensive role. He's listed as an attacking midfielder. Um, And we had him as a a possible candidate, but he has a fractured tibia, so uh, may not make it back for the cup. And then notable absences. We have uh, Antonio Valencia, a real veteran with the team since 2006, uh, but has been off since 2019. And uh, we have uh, central defender Arturo Mina. Uh, however, that uh, hole that he left seems to have been uh, fairly well filled by by uh, Torres and... Um, Hinkapi. So there we have it. All right. Well, we're going to go through the squad now uh, and look at who we think are starters. Uh, So manager Alfaro Gustavo uh, will be managing them through this World Cup. And goalkeepers... Uh, We think uh, really undecided between Alexander Dominguez and uh, Hernán Galíndez there, and there are several other candidates, and we were taken by surprise in the Gold Cup when uh, Pedro Ortiz, who we have only as a possible candidate here, uh, was the starter in the Cup. That's probably... Uh, Ortiz texting me to tell me that uh, I should put him as a likely candidate. But I'm just looking at the data here. Central defenders is pretty solid with Piero Incapi and Felix Torres as uh, definite to make the squad and uh, almost definite to be starters there. But they have uh, uh, several players who they're likely bring but will be substitutes. So a lot of central defenders to choose from there. Uh, Left-back Purvis Astupinan seems to have nailed down that position. So we have him as the starter. And uh, Diego Palacio is probably uh, reaching the cup, but as a substitute. Uh, one moment, please. Okay, and as the right back, that's uh, less nailed down. We have basically two candidates. One is Byron Castillo, who's likely to make the cut, but um, uh, we're not sure if he's going to be starter. The other candidate is right winger, um, I'll just scroll up a bit here, Uh, right winger uh, uh, Angelo Preciado. Uh, who who might actually start as the right back. But we can't say definitely that either of them will be a starter, but it's probably between those two. In the defensive midfield, in the center of midfield, Moises Quechado and uh, Carlos Grueso seem as definite starters. Um, and on the right, it'll probably be uh, either Alan Franco or Jose Cifuentes. It'll probably be one of those two on the right. Um, So uh, defensive midfielders play the central midfield role. So there's no one kind of uh, designated as a central midfielder who looks like a starter to us. Uh, 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 As a right midfielder, uh, Antel Mena. Uh, seems definitely to be a starter but not as a right midfielder but as a right winger or an attacking winger or a uh, right forward or even um in a central forward role but uh we think he will be a starter and that's the only candidate among the uh the wingers that we consider a definite starter uh jeremy sarmiento um Likely to make the squad, but we have, we, we don't, hasn't, doesn't have a strong argument to be a starter. Even Angelo Preciado has a stronger argument as a starter, but we're not confident enough to say that he would be. Uh, moving on to forwards, none of the attacking midfielders uh, seem like starters or even likely to reach the cup, even though there are a few candidates there. Rather, they will rely on their forwards. So Michael Estrada, Gonzalo Platter, and Enna Valencia, we consider them all definite candidates to make the cup and all uh, likely starters uh, for the cup. Although they do have a few young candidates uh, uh, coming in who may make an impression before the cup begins. And that is uh, all we can say about the predicted starters other than the fact that I put the label in the wrong place. Uh, sorry, there, YouTube watchers. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And uh, I'll just go back up to the top for the sign out here. And yeah, uh, keep an eye on our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm uh, and you can find that address in the show notes along uh, with... Uh, 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 other ways to find us and a a link to the gold cup podcast that we did for uh, Ecuador. So keep in mind, we'll be doing an update as new information comes out that will probably be in early to mid November when the teams will publish their squad lists. And uh, thanks very much for listening. Again, check the show notes for links to our website and previous podcasts. Bye-bye.